there's this very small portion of people that are very threatened by that that don't want that and they're doing every single thing that they can do just because they don't want it to be normal when it is normal like they're just trying to fight it minority yeah it's just an unfortunate minority that's like in a position of power and it's very much to do about nothing to the singular person listening to us. I'm Ro. I'm Taylor. And I'm Bryce. And we're socially <laughs> awkward. Uh, Bryce, would you like to tell us about what you're Bryce, discussing today? welcome. Yeah. So, definitely happy to be here, but today we're talking about the intersection of LGBTQ rights and the law. As many people know, to date in 2022, there have been nearly 250 anti-LGBTQ laws um, introduced in states across the United States. Um, so obviously this is a very like pressing issue right now that a lot of people um, are seeing dominate headlines. And so I think we can dive into a little bit of the different aspects that kind of go into that. Yeah, definitely. Bryce, do you want to say why you're qualified to talk about this? Th- sure. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, just, yeah, yeah, why, we, why yeah. you're credible. Yeah. So I am actually a third year law student graduating May 13th. So probably by the time this comes out, I'll have graduated. Um, And then I'll be taking the bar this summer. So I've spent the last several years studying kind of the law I've taken at SMU. I've taken both LGBT rights in the law and gender law. I'm currently in family law that has a lot of intersection with some of those issues and constitutional law. So um, a lot of these topics have kind of come up in the classroom setting as well. Ooh, that's interesting. How do classmates feel? <laughs> oh, gosh, I it love, depends. I love hearing about people's, like, horrible hot takes where they're like, I don't think women should have rights. And you're like, uh, oh, my this is God. Oh, my when you give women the right to <laughs> um, Yesterday, someone in my family law class said you that talk about this. people who don't have the financial means to support children should never win a custody battle. And so they were like, we should eliminate the child support system because if a parent isn't capable of, like, supporting that child, then custody should go to the other parent. What if the other parent is abusive? That's exactly, exactly. what my teacher said. What the said. hell? <laughs> yeah! She was like, uh... What if they're a for, monster? Yeah, she was like, first of all, the entire legal system disagrees with yes. you. And second of all, do you want kids to suffer? Yeah. Also, <laughs> like, guys, the whole, like, the whole idea is also that the other person who helped make that child should have to in some way be responsible yeah. for that child. Yeah. Yes. So like if you aren't capable of taking care of it because you suck, you should at least have to like pay to help support it. Exactly. Yeah. Yes. Exactly. You don't get to be like absolved of the child just because you suck. Yeah. Yes. Exactly. Yeah. You made it. Well, it's your fault. And it screams like to me. I mean, 
of course, like you won't be surprised. It was a white man that said this. Of course, of course, and, it's probably yeah. no children. Yeah, yeah, they're obviously they're not married right now. But I'm like, this is screaming toxic masculinity. Like I'm like, you probably don't like child support because you hate like women, or you inherently think that like a mother is misusing that money. Like that's just it reeks of other stereotypes. Mm. I feel. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know what that reminds me of is that. Um, uh, Ruth Bader Ginsburg case, the landmark case or whatever, where she, like, um, uh, the whole thing that the whole movie was about on the basis of sex, you know what I'm talking about? Where she was, like, trying to argue that, um... Yeah, where the guy needed to get, like, um... Like, uh, power of attorney or something like that over as, as, like, a caretaker for his, like, elderly parents. Mm Mm-hmm. But they didn't um, want to give it to him because, like, technically speaking, a primary caregiver was, like, always press Like, there was a precedent. It was always a woman. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. We were actually, I mean, just talking about that in family law, too, because with, at least with respect to children and similar to kind of that sort of arrangement, like, forever, right? Like, the primary caretaker was a woman because, mm-hmm. like, that is just the way that the stereotypes were working and, like, the roles that people were kind of delegated into. And, like, it really isn't until, like, the 70s and, like, the early 80s where stuff like that started to, like, change and those, like, assumptions became a little bit more gender neutral. Mm -hmm. Like, on paper, like, sometimes, I mean, the data you could probably say still suggests that there's, like, gender bias in that. Sure. Um, And I'm sure there still is. Yeah. Yeah. There definitely still is, but it is interesting because one thing that we did see with some of the changes on that topic is, like, historically, like, fathers would always lose custody battles. Yeah. And so that's actually has changed. Like, there are now, um, once that kind of, like, primary caretaking doctrine changed a little bit, like, Mm -hmm. you saw fathers who should have been winning custody start to win custody. That's good. Um, So some of those, like, numbers are changing, but there always is the conversation of is something actually gender neutral or when you yeah. do the data is it still does it still have a bias yeah, yeah that makes sense interesting but um anyway so i figure the easiest way is probably to talk about a couple of the different areas that we're seeing some of these things um and i'll start i guess with something kind of like close to home and going off of kind of what we were just talking about with custody but In the last year in Dallas, there's been a kind of crazy custody battle going on between two parents, um, and they're fighting primarily because they have twins, Mm -hmm. and one of the twins is actively transitioning, and so there's, like, a huge disagreement between the parents on that, so they initially had kind of a joint custody arrangement, Mm -hmm. but... um, Obviously, the father is, like, disagreeing with that and is, like, trying to fight that in the court system. And so it brings up a lot of these questions because um, the court doesn't necessarily want to have to, like, make those types of determinations. So, like, how do you kind of balance something in, like, the best interest of the child when Mm -hmm. you have, like, a parent who's, like, very obviously non-affirming could, like, based on statistics, pose, like danger to that person um we know generally what the statistics look like if you're like in an environment that's not affirming so like how do you kind of reconcile like having um wanting to have joint custody or wanting to be able to have relationships with all these different people but also like potentially 
like making adverse kind of medical decisions for them. Yeah. Yeah, and would you um would you say that the idea of like not allowing kids below a certain age to like medically transition is good or bad? Are you pro or against that? Like legally speaking? Yeah. I am against that uh-huh. because I don't think you can that doesn't seem like something you should be able to legally mandate. Where it's like yeah. I think yeah, this no. So yeah. So I would say as a kind of threshold matter, I think that like a lot of this comes down to like what is the purpose of the law, in my okay. opinion. Yeah, yeah. Like I think that the law is supposed to set baselines. Like people can hold themselves to different standards, people can do different things, but like what should the state have the power to actually like require yeah and so in that case i don't think that legislators really have the right yeah they're not in a position to know those things like they certainly don't have like medical backgrounds they aren't familiar with the kids like they just don't know like the people i mean when it comes to kids it's like the people who are in the best interest like best capable to make those decisions are the kids who know themselves and the parents and, caregivers. Yeah, and, or the caregivers, and so and the doctors. So yeah. like they can talk to all of those people. They and like do it, do whatever they need to do in like a safe way that's an affirming way. But I don't think that someone who's never met that child. Yeah, that makes sense to me. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I was against it anyways, but like that makes more mm-hmm. sense. Yeah. yeah. Well, you can't even <clears throat> medically transition as a child. Like exactly. in order yeah. to get so... like any sort of like irreversible like surgeries or anything like that done. You have to be an adult. You can't just, like, a seven-year-old isn't getting, like, right. top surgery. But they're mm-hmm. thinking, like, you know, like, hormone blockers. Which are reversible. Like which are reversible. That, a, that does yeah. not, like, also, permanently impact anyone at all. B, like, if, if you are, like, for example, wanting to transition, like, female to male, and you have already gone through puberty, or even vice versa. Honestly, vice versa would probably be harder. Then, like those changes that your body has made are going to be so hard to combat if you want to do that, you know? Yeah, exactly. That's the thing. It's like, it doesn't do any damage to put a kid on hormone blockers. Right. Because then, like, if they, you know, decide, never mind, like, whatever, you can take them off of it and they'll just, like, go through puberty. I think the idea that kids don't know enough to decide that for themselves is wrong and dumb. I think we yeah. can both agree, Taylor and I, that sometimes we know ourselves better than our parents do. Oh, mm-hmm. yeah. And I saw this TikTok the other day, and it was like, mm-hmm. straight people will be out here saying, you can't talk to a kid about gender or sexuality, or like, kids don't know anything about gender and sexuality. And then they'll put, like, their one-year-old in a onesie that says, like, future yes. puss slayer or something. Yeah. Like, yeah. That's it's so like, much worse. Yeah. Or, like, like you know, like, I can remember when my little cousins were, like, five years old, you know? And my grandpa would be like, so you got a girlfriend at school, lady killer? And it's like, <laughs> shut That child up. is yeah, five. Oh, and like, I think what? I spoke up about that, too, like, when they were five. I was like... That's weird and bad. Don't say that to him. Like, oh my god. Yeah, people are so weird about that sort of thing. Yeah. And they're like, well, you can't tell a kid about gay people. And I'm like, you're acting like that kindergartner has a boyfriend already and they're like four. Yeah. Being queer is so much more than having sex. It's Exactly. 
Yeah, no one is talking to, like, five-year-olds and be, like, giving them, like, graphic, like, pornographic no. descriptions of No sex. one wants that. Not people are being, yeah. like, yeah, sometimes men love men, sometimes men love women, sometimes, like, yeah, you know, yeah. people aren't but a boy like, or a girl. You know like, how, that's what they're yeah. saying. Hey, you know how mom and dad are married? Cool, somebody might have two dads yeah. or two moms or and that's parents. Kids understand those things so much more easily than people give them credit for. Yes. They act like kids are so kids stupid, are but only when it comes to gay people. Yes. Because they understand, like, you know, I have a mom and a dad, or, like, yeah. my parents are married. Like, they understand that. They can understand It's not confusing that it's, yeah. like, a different-looking relationship. Right. Yeah. Anyways. It's very, like, paternalistic because mm-hmm. they're trying to say, like, they know what's best. Yeah. whatever but it's like you don't know anything about that situation y'all are largely just trying to be inflammatory to get elected which mm. obviously uh, makes like it makes you ask like what is the like what's going on with the law like why yeah. are people weaponizing laws in this way like it just seems like why do we need to have disagreements over some of these matters and like why are you trying to solve them through the law some of them don't yeah. need to be solved through the law yeah. so it's like why do it other than to be inflammatory and to try to like make people in their communities like riled up and angry with other people like it just is very like troubling that that's going on but it's like at the end of the day all of these people will like wave flags and say we're trying to protect the kids we're trying to protect the kids and i'm like but you're harming them yeah you're they're crying out that they're hurting Mm -hmm. so how are you protecting them Mm mm-hmm well, because kids, kids because don't kids know. don't know when they're yeah. hurt. Right. Kids know if they're straight, but if they are anything but cis and straight, they then know. they don't know what they're talking about. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, you would never tell like a kid that's like, yeah, I like boys. You wouldn't be like, you wouldn't be like, yeah. oh, you're too young. To you're be too young to know boys. that you're straight. You're right. too young to know yeah. that you're a girl. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Mm-hmm. That's because we've told you you're a girl your whole life. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. Doesn't make sense. But people don't want to about it like that. People don't want it to make yeah. sense. That's not no, they don't. To them, they know? want to pretend like it's ridiculous and doesn't make sense. Exactly. Yeah, which I feel Bury like is, it's like part of the point, like, right? Like, they, they're concerned because all of this stuff is being like, normalized. Like, mm-hmm. 80% of people are gonna say that they're fine with, like, protections for people um, in a wide array of areas that are LGBTQ. Like, they actually want to see that but like there's this very small portion of people that are very threatened by that that don't want that and they're doing every single thing that they can do just because they don't want it to be normal when Mm -hmm. it is normal like they're just trying to fight that minority yeah it's just an unfortunate minority that's like in a position of power and it's very much to do about nothing like think about the like transgender kids in schools and sports right like that we see everywhere right now and it's like when you actually pull the numbers like a lot of these people in states are making this huge argument when there's not a single trans athlete in the state so it's like why do you care yeah or it's like one and it's like why are you preventing one person in your state from doing something which mind you like even in those instances they'll be like oh, we have the the data from, like, that track meet, and we know that you, since transition, are actually running worse. Right. And you did. So it's like... So why are you making it such yeah. a big deal? Like, this big onslaught of, like, trans women are gonna... Uh, children are gonna be, like, you know, 
taking all the best scores from everybody mm-hmm. else. Also, it's like, like fucking not fifth grade happening. soccer. Like, yeah. no one's it's good. Matter. It's also, <laughs> this is my other thing, is I don't feel like we always have this conversation, but I'm like, a lot of that is deeply, deeply sexist. Because it is. They only care about trans women, but they yeah. will never say anything about trans men. No. And I'm like, you're because just showing men, your bias. Because a, a woman can't beat a man. A, yeah. A woman, an AFAB person can't physically outmatch an AMAB person. Of course. Yeah, that, that would be would preposterous. Never, that would never happen. Ever happen. <laughs> I just don't. And the, the funny thing is, too, that people are, like, so, like, caught up in this idea of, like, protecting people. Yeah. And it's like, first of all... You're not trying to actually... No, you're not. No. Because, first of all, we haven't outlawed football. And you know how many people get concussions and, like, traumatic mm-hmm. brain injuries from football Literally, in, like, high school? Literally, so dangerous. And they're, like, they don't give a shit about that. They're not protecting the kids. Also, there are, like, doctors and psychologists and, like, people that are experts yeah. in the fields that are actually, like, know what they're talking about. Yeah. That are in that charge of protecting you. the kids. You don't need to worry about that. You don't have that. to be in charge of... Yeah. It's not your job to do everyone else's job for them. Literally. Because you don't like how they're doing their job yeah dude sorry there was a guy in my high school who oh, fuck off. broke his leg playing football and then for the rest of the season like he didn't know that his leg was broken um but how did you not know your leg is broken well he didn't think it was broken and he just thought it was sprained but he didn't want to go to the doctor and then have them say that he couldn't play football for the rest of the season because he was a senior so every night, he had this big, like, lump um, on his leg, and every night his mom would, like, rub it down. She was setting the bone every night for months. That is so disturbing. I know. That's horrific. I know. That's awful. Yeah, and then that, that fucking happens, and people are like, well, it's, you know, sports. Well, like, it's you sports, gotta, whatever. Yeah, you gotta yes. get rocks. <laughs> you gotta get your, like... Yeah, you got your scholarship. The scouts might be there, and then they're like, "Oh, but that person." No, I think that scouts. person's a girl. Like the yeah. scouts and a six-man football. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> People would be so up in arms about that sort of thing. And right. It's like, and this it's literally like, means no. nothing. This does not matter. Yeah, it really doesn't. <laughs> yeah, the scouts and the fall at like local high school six-man football game. <laughs> They're like sitting in the top of the stands in their suits, and they're like, "Wait a minute, I think that's a girl." Yeah, so we're not give him a scholarship. Yeah, why was this kid so attached to six man football that he was like, "I'm not going to the doctor. I'll just die." Dude, because it was just such a big deal, and it was like there was such a culture of like, well, if you go to the doctor, you're a baby, you know, and like the whatever. country's a weird place. It is a weird place. Our football oh like field. Um, at was it every... someone's backyard? <laughs> no, me and mine as well have been. We didn't have, like, turf or anything like that. It was just grass. But, like, um, we had stands, right? And, like, the home team stands are supposed to be, like, facing away from the sun so that you're not staring into the sun the whole time. But they built it backwards. So every game we went to, we were staring at the sun the whole time. And I was like, literally, I could not have thought of a way to make this a more miserable experience to go and watch this six-man football game, but you found it. <laughs> Here it is. Anyway. Oh my god. Yeah, people's priorities are, like, way out of whack. Dude. It's so, so stupid. That that was a big deal, the whole not go, not getting checked out because you didn't 
want to look like you were a baby. There was a girl who ran cross country, and she had this problem with her hips where they were basically, like, flat instead of having sockets. And so, like, her freaking legs would just fall out of socket all the time. She had to get double hip surgery at 17. Oh my she god. She had to go to New York to do it. Because what a nobody loser. Would do it. She fucking went to the doctor. I know. She wouldn't forever. And she just kept running cross country. And she was like, I'm not going to complain because pull yourself up by your bootstraps. And I'm like, you're an idiot. Oh my god. Texas is really problematic. Anyway. Texas is super. Like, the attitude that people have here is so fucking weird. It's wild. Anyway, continue on. It yeah. is wild. Um, yeah, so. Obviously, we've seen a lot of different attacks on transgender identity and, like, a variety of different contexts, but um, beyond that, there's, like, a ton of other areas in which LGBT rights and the law kind of come up um, that have created a wave of different issues. So, like, obviously, one of them is with respect to First Amendment protections, obviously, freedom of religion. Um, There's a lot of religious um, freedom of religion as long as you're an evangelical christian yeah Yeah, fuck everyone else yeah yes (laughs) um there's a lot of issues that kind of can arise in those contexts um i'm actually taking employment discrimination right now and so this one like really pisses me off so we just talked about it but um there's a thing called the ministerial exception And so, basically, obviously we have a huge array of kind of civil rights laws. Um, Think, like, Title VII after, like, in 1964, basically. Like, it is illegal to take, like, to hire, fire, whatever, promote someone. Like, do one of those actions, like, adversely on the basis of race, sex, religion. Like, all of these different things. So, Mm. you couldn't be, like... I'm not going to hire someone who is African-American. Right. Because, like, that would violate civil rights law. However, there is a limited exception for religious institutions and religious educational institutions. (sighs) Gross. Yes. God! Very gross. And it's called the ministerial exception. But this is one of those areas where I feel like when people talk about issues in the law, they see a lot of these, like, headline things, mm-hmm. like, transgender bathroom issues, like, transgender people in sports, but they don't talk about these, like, really minute, weird things in the yeah. law. And this one's super problematic. It is. And it's, like, expanded, and it's scary, too, because it's expanded over time. Mm-hmm. So, originally, a church could say, like, I'm not going to hire a minister, a pastor that's, like... If it's a Catholic church, not Catholic. Right. And, like, that makes sense. That does make sense. In that, like, sense. However, in 2020, actually, a unanimous decision oh. by oh, the Supreme Court. So there is no disagreement there. The liberal justices also did this. I don't know why. Expanding it. And that was a case um, that I think is particularly problematic, just as an overview Um, essentially you had, it was a consolidated case, so there were two different cases presenting similar legal issues that went up to the Supreme Court in one case. And one of those cases, you had a teacher who was getting older, and she was an elementary school teacher, and the school decided to fire her, 
in violation of the ADEA because yeah. of her age. So that was age discrimination. They just yeah. fired her because she was getting older and they wanted a younger teacher. The other instance was you had a teacher that was diagnosed with breast cancer and that teacher also got fired what? by her school in violation of the Americans with Disabilities Act. Um, yeah. Our country hates teachers. Uh, hate they teachers, hate teachers hate women, so much. Like, all of the things. And so... So many people. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. Pretty much. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you're a cishet white man who's, like, vaguely Christian aligned, then you're, you're good. You're mm-hmm. gold. Don't be literally yeah. anyone else. Yeah, don't exactly. be anyone else. Well, and also, in that case, it's like, don't get cancer, which isn't yeah. even controllable. Like, no, that's like, not your well, fault. I mean, so yeah. many of those things aren't controllable. Yeah, so many yeah, of them. Like, all of those yeah. classes aren't controllable. But, yeah. like... Even that, it's yeah. Like, that's like so mean to be like, "Fuck you! You got cancer." Yeah. Yeah. Right when they out. need money the most. Yeah. Like, see ya. Well, you can't yeah, be bye. here as often now because you're gonna be sick. So like, mm-hmm. well, so we'll bye. Fire you. Yeah. Yeah. We have to find a sub for you and like pay the sub and like whatever. It's like freaking churches who will hire like twenty part time employees to do the job of one full time employee because they don't want to pay them mm-hmm. and like have benefits and stuff. It's yeah. fucking dumb. It is dumb. Yeah, like, when you got that job at the church, and it was, it used to be, like, one guy's one person's job. full-time job, and, and then, then they was... got hired part-time, and some of it was sort of, like, redistributed, and then didn't, like, two people get fired? No, 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 so it was me, and then two other people got hired to do this one guy's job after he left, right? <laughs> and so, um, and then the one of the guys got fired... Because some secret information that they already knew about him came out, which is illegal. And, um, there you go. But he still does the work for them, just for free. Wow. We love, as Americans, I guess, just having people do work for free. Oh, yeah, we do. America loves to make people do underpaid work. I got an email this morning from a job that I applied to. That was the job of, like, basically the, like, person that runs the office at this this business. Mm-hmm. And you, like, are in charge of all the scheduling, you're in charge of all the employees, and, like, managing all the employees, like, you know, basically, like, the team manager for, like, the administrative employees paid $15 an hour. What? Wow. And I, and he, first of all, they sent me two emails, one rejecting me, and then the other one asking me for more information. So I was like, clearly oh, yeah. you accidentally sent me one of these emails in error, which... Which one? Yeah, this is and not also fucked you. well on you that you <laughs> yeah. can't figure out yeah. if I... Maybe you should get a good office manager that you pay <laughs> And then he was like... It, and then he was like, why all this information? And the first thing was pay $15 an hour. And no. I was like, what is wrong with this country? Where it's like, the person running your office and you're like, getting paid like... God. Yeah, like $2,000 a month. I, That's awful. That is not that a is living awful. wage. I don't no. get paid that much right now at my, like, other... I get paid well at SDI, but, like, my other job that I just got, I don't get paid very well. But no, you paid awful. paid better than the church. Yeah, churches pay, like, shit. Yeah. I have a friend that works at a church, and she, first of all, she works there, and she... Like, basically runs the children's yeah. Sunday department. Does not get paid. She's a volunteer employee. God, wow. literally. It's because she's a woman. I guarantee yeah. you. Yeah, because she can't because be a you know that they, Yeah, you know they... Because of the ministerial exception, they're probably, yeah, like, they're this allowed to do that. That's so insane. Yeah, you know, our... The pastor at my old church, it used to be, like, um... 
we, you know, he was, like, touting it as, like, a big deal that, like, they didn't have a problem, like, calling women pastors and, like, blah, 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 blah. And I'm like, mm-hmm. okay, here's something. They still can't be the senior pastor at the church. You can't have mm-hmm. a woman senior pastor at that church. Also, they're, you're not allowed to have women elders. Stop pretending, like, calling women pastors is a big deal. What... How long have women been fighting for equal rights in the church? Like, 2,000 years? Wow. What insane progress that we've made to, like, be able to call them pastors. Also. Oh, oh my God! Some... No! What? <laughs> Just want to drop some worse information. So, this Guys. friend that works at a church, oh, she she is in charge of all of the Wednesday and Sunday... She's got to get out of there. <laughs> yes. She's in charge of all the Wednesday and Sunday programs for children ages 4 through sixth grade. What? So she, like, picks the curriculum, does lessons, she teaches the class, and then usually there's, like, one person that, like, assists her. She doesn't get paid? Okay, her brother is the youth pastor and is in charge of sixth grade through twelfth grade, and he's an an employee and he gets paid. Shut. Wow. Tell her to leave. She's okay with it. No! That's how the church gets you, though. Her dad is the pastor. He started the church and he's the one on every level. He runs the church and he's the one that's like, yeah, I'll pay my son, but But not not my daughter. daughter? And then he's the one that told him that she had to quit her job as a teacher because she wasn't getting paid enough. Oh my god. I hate everything. That's that is And then, dude, so to move across the country and stop talking to them. And then, so her cousin is was the worship minister, right? (laughs) And he got paid. That was his job, right? He recently left and moved to a different church, and they made her take on his job. What the hell, dude? Also, our worship pastor was the son of our pastor, and like he got paid. And like, anyways, it's a. Yeah, they were like, our church can't afford to pay you. And I was like, first of all, you pay her, your brother. And yeah, and you used Mason, to pay who works guy. like 25 hours a week right. for like the worship ministry, you pay him. Right. So you can't, then why are you having all these positions if you can't afford to pay these people? Yeah, exactly. Literally. Which exactly. they can. Yes. I was like, your own dad is like not paying you for this. They would pay like, they, you know, they'd get on to me for not like, having enough volunteers or whatever and so I stopped caring because like um because that whole thing the whole production was put on by volunteers meanwhile like and you're like bullying people when there's one mistake and it's like this person works like one Sunday every two months yeah they're a volunteer they're brand new meanwhile the freaking band members get paid that is the system is fucked up yeah and the fact that that's okay that you can just be like even though you do more work than this other guy, you're a woman, so, like, we don't have to pay yeah, you. Because well, the worship- you're not, like, you can't be the, he's the youth pastor, and she's just, right. like, children's ministry. Yeah, and I don't think that mine was because I was a woman or anything. Um, they definitely were sexist. There was a rule, oh my god, this is so stupid. Oh no, we're so a, off track. I'm so sorry. No, no you're fine, you're fine. No. Yeah. There was a rule at the church that, um... Uh, oh, I know exactly what you're about to tell me, and this makes me so fucking mad. I thought about it, too. Good! You're gonna be pissed. there was a rule that you couldn't be, like, alone in an area of the church with a, like, as staff, with a oh, staff member of the, the opposite sex. Oh, this is not the thing I thought you were gonna say. 
Right. And so, um, so like, for example, me, who they saw as a woman, um, I couldn't be like up at the church technically alone with like my male coworkers. Um, and didn't they make that rule for you? No, they made the rule before, but we never followed it. Um, because that's because it's not practical and dumb, right? Especially when you're gonna hire all men and then like two women. Exactly. Here's the thing: it literally only it applied to me. Yeah, because I was, was just the you. only. It was just me because there were women who worked up in the office, but like there was always people in the office. I worked down in the worship center with like three other guys, and like. Um, so it only ever applied to me, and like um, there was there was this one terrible like manager we had for a second, um, who like ha- wasn't really in charge of us, but like to pretend that he was, mm-hmm. and he was unqualified as fuck. But like um, he was like, "Hey, you're not supposed to be up there with so and so or whatever to like build sets," and I'm like, "Okay, cool. You come up and build the set then, because I'm not gonna." The worship pastor was like, um, hey, you know, I know we don't usually follow this rule, but, like, can you at least let me know when you're up here, like, with a guy and whatever? And I'm like, no! I won't do that. Yeah, they did all this to protect you, and then kept trying to invite someone that, like, literally assaulted you back to the church. They still... God! They were like, but he's really sorry. Yeah. No, 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 no. That doesn't make it better. No, no it, it doesn't yeah. make it better. Fuck up. First of all, he should go to jail. Yeah. <laughs> Secondly. He committed lots of crimes. He committed lots of crimes. Against even multiple people. <laughs> yeah. He has a criminal record. <laughs> like, he literally That's got arrested so. one time. Yeah. And then he tried to sue the police. For arresting him. For arresting him. <laughs> even oh. though he called the police on himself. He called the police on himself while he was high and they arrested oh. him. Yeah. Anyway. Oh, it was probably, yeah. But, yeah, the thing, no, he was, like, well, they, because they had to restrain him, because he was, like, having, he was having a psychotic episode, and, um, so they had to restrain him, and he was, like, they, um, like, pushed me down. Ah, yes, you, a white man, get to complain about police brutality. exactly. Fuck Mm. up. No, I thought the rule you were gonna talk about was where... If a woman got on the stage, they had to be invited onto the stage by a man. Oh my god, they did have that for a hot second. <laughs> Where, like, oh if a, even in the, the time that it came up was, like, this woman was gonna come up and talk about, like, oh, we're having this, like, luncheon or something yeah, like that. Something dumb. And they still had to invite her onto the stage. Because <laughs> it was she's a woman. For the people thing. listening, I'm shaking my head in disgust. Yeah, it's all <laughs> disgusting. <laughs> Being, like, perceived as a woman in the world sucks. Yeah, especially in Texas. I think Texas Dude. is worse than some. Do you know the many, South is bad. It's definitely in the bottom. I, wear that, yeah. I mean, I know this is not a unique experience to me, but I wear that fucking they-them pin every goddamn day to work, and a million times a day I get called ma'am. Which I think is really weird, because, like, even if I looked at you, I wouldn't be like, oh, that person's obviously a woman. Right. As today, especially, I'm yeah. giving very much 12-year-old boy energy. <laughs> Yeah, I, I definitely wouldn't. Down. Definitely wouldn't call me ma'am. No, I think it's weird when people call me ma'am. I'm like, no. do I even look old enough to be a ma'am? A ma'am? Someone at my coworker, she's 23, and she was like, "How old are you, bro?" Um, if you don't mind my asking, and I was like, "Oh, I'm about to be 25," and she was like, "What?" <laughs> I was like, "Yeah," and she was like, "I was thinking she's got to be at least 18 to work here." <laughs> 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 this is what I had. 
I was wearing my cat ear clips. <laughs> Oh my god. Anyway. Oh my god. Anyway, keep yeah. going, Bryce. Uh, oh, yeah. So, <laughs> the ministerial... This is the structure of the this podcast. The ministerial... I know. I am failing as the backbone of this pod. <laughs> <Bryce>. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, the ministerial exception... In the law, in the statute, it's technically only really an exception for discriminating on the basis of religion. Okay. But courts, like I said, have been expanding it to these other areas, saying that, like, oh, of course we would let the church make that decision with respect to that employee or whatever. So in that specific case, like, it was really fucked up because the church involved, or the educational institution, religious educational institution, was basically like, oh, we can avoid liability for discriminating against y'all if we argue that y'all should be ministers because y'all are elementary teachers and y'all, like, have some component of a religious, like, aspect because elementary teachers, like, a lot of the subjects aren't, like, fully differentiated. Like, you're not specializing. So, like, you barely teach religion. So, like, you're a teacher and we can fire you. And the Supreme Court ate that. And it was like... Why? Because then, if a religious institution says and can successfully argue that you're a minister, then they can discriminate against you on the basis of your race, your sex. sex Why would any minister ever need to be racially discriminated against? Race, right. I know. Well, and it's like really messed up because it's while courts are, like, increasingly expanding, right, the definition of minister, Mm -hmm. like, at the same time, they're taking away protections for people that were passed for a specific reason. Yeah, and have been for a long time. Like, it seems like we should pass this now, you know? Exactly. Yeah, that's fucking... Like, I know the the school, the college that we went to, you, A, had to be Baptist to work there. You couldn't work there Mm -hmm. if you weren't, like... And you had to be like a member of a Baptist church. Yeah, you had to be a member of a Baptist church, which, like, getting to be a member of a Baptist church is, like, a whole other thing. Yeah. yeah. But then, basically, you had to, like, be, like, you couldn't be gay. You couldn't be, like, all these things that they were allowed to discriminate on you against. Yeah. Because it was a religious institution. So, like, of course you have to be Baptist, and of course you have to be, you know, not gay, and all these other things that are just absolutely ridiculous. Yeah. But you shouldn't really even get to ask. No. But, exactly. Yeah, it's well, insane. and it's the same. Like I was looking at our like high school's website a couple weeks ago, and like their like employment section of their website will have a disclaimer that's like, "Oh, we're an equal opportunity employer. We don't discriminate on the basis of like race, Whatever. sex, color, national origin, religion." They do but then, discriminate based on. But religion. then it's like, but we reserve the right to like enforce like our like act as an educational institution and like act according to like the religious belief and it's like oh so like you're gonna say you're equal opportunity exactly. because you're playing both sides. yeah because it makes you look good but yeah. in reality like you, you are don't. discriminating yeah. you are they make yeah. you give a statement i know, of faith. <clears throat> I know. you have to like get that Gross. approved when you work that's like part of the interview process is well, like submitting a statement of faith and Gross. we know like how many like teachers and stuff they've asked to leave over dumb stuff like getting divorced and like all of that yeah my college professor that got fired because he was teaching that the bible didn't say that women couldn't be pastors and they fired him because that was like against school like doctrine yeah i had a professor my freshman year for my new testament survey class that 
was talking about things that lots of people talk about now, where it was like, oh yeah, Paul wasn't saying, like, women shouldn't right. be in the church. It was like, this was very, like, situationally appropriate, because this is a whole thing. Yeah. you can't just radically change, like, the entire culture of a society in, like, no. one also, year. Also, let's talk about how, A, the only person who ever, like, gave, like, you know, you can even make an argument for, they gave instructions about men versus women is Paul. B... He never did it as like, oh, this is the Lord saying this. He only was like, well, the Lord says this, but I say this, and I'm, you know, I'm Paul. Also, he only did that in places where there were actively temples to goddesses, where there was like an inherent, like a, a power structure already where women were above men. So he was saying, hey, be equal. Mm-hmm. He wasn't even saying, you know. Yes. No one, yeah. No one is more of a radical feminist than Jesus Christ, okay? Amen. Exactly, amen. amen. But also, we'll fire you, so. Yeah, we'll fire you Jesus. for saying that. Yeah, right, exactly. <laughs> Basically is what they're saying, man, you know. All I'm saying is, the unforgivable sin is mocking the Holy Spirit. <laughs> <laughs> the Holy Spirit. Okay, so the next thing I wanted to talk about very briefly is the way that the state enforces sex stereotypes Mm. um and one of the ways that we've seen this recently is through the enforcement of like grooming and like dress code policies at schools so there was a student in west texas that was kicked out of school for having his uh, fingernails painted there was a student in south texas where they said that um like male students had to have their hair at a certain length and oh, if it was right, longer than yeah. that then they had to cut it um so that was a rule at my them. school yeah school. it was a rule at our school yeah. we also had the um like you kind of like dye your hair like outside of certain things so yeah you have like all of these places that are trying to have these like policies but at the end of the day um they're always sex specific. They're yeah, always literally. enforcing a stereotype. They're about always way people. harsher on girls. Yes, for way no harsher. Reason. Way harsher. So um, that's problematic, and unfortunately, some of those things like can be carried into other like contexts. Like you see, like Hooters uniforms that are like very obviously like sexualized in the workplace, like yeah. whatever. Um, so they're is a lot of inconsistency on that like yeah. in the law unfortunately but there's also a lot of room um to argue that it is like impermissible so mm-hmm. like those school policies in texas were argued and they have been put on hold by courts because they um violated the constitution because wow, they were yeah. um sex stereotyping and that didn't afford equal protection for the students so um we have seen That's some good, progress yeah. there but that is a reality where people have these very pervasive and strongly held ideas about the way that people should look, act, live, and they try to use these different, like, mechanisms to kind of control people's decision-making. Okay, yeah. It's fucked up. Yeah, it is. it is fucked up. Speaking of fucked up, I can wrap this up with saying one other thing, but it's the pitch, ultimately. So... As y'all know, sexual orientation and gender identity are not, like, constitutionally protected classifications. That's an area that um, people and legal activists, like, are still pushing for. Um, You'll see that with, like, their 
people in the legislature that are trying to get the Equality Act passed to amend Title VII and add them as separate bases. You have some courts that will protect sexual orientation and gender identity under sex as a class, but obviously you still have people that are actively fighting against it, and so having it reduced into text will empower people, will... Um, to fight those people. Yeah, to fight those people because it will recognize them in the law, show them that they do exist, mm-hmm. and assert that, and also provide them another legal tool that they can use to defend themselves mm-hmm. without having to analogize to other things. So, that makes sense. obviously reach out to congressmen, senators, whatever, even though they're not going to do anything in Texas, you should badger them and tell them to fuck off. Yeah. Yeah. Um, (laughs) And and ultimately, hopefully that'll get passed. Yeah. Harass the hell out of Ted Cruz. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Whose daughter is bisexual, so I don't understand why he's... I mean, I do, but... Yeah, exactly. But... Fuck it. Well, Bryce, you know that giving people legal protections just turns them gay. Yeah, yeah you give gay people legal protections. Yeah. People are yeah. just gonna turn gay. We we're talking about. Um, I was talking to Melissa the other day, and um, about how you know it's not like there isn't something that causes you to be gay or whatever. And I was, or she was talking about you know the environment that we grew up in. And I was like, yeah, you know, how straight I would be if that were the case. Yeah, if you could like turn people gay, or like turn people straight, like based on yeah that. Yeah, it didn't fucking work. So clearly, no, obviously, that there's no like environmental impact on that, or I wouldn't be gay. <laughs> exactly. All right. Well, thank you so much, Bryce. Thanks for having me. It was very enlightening. It was very yes. enlightening. Yeah, we want to have you back, even though we know <laughs> you're busy and probably moving. After yeah, according day. to your mom, <laughs> you're too busy to <laughs> talk to anyone. So. Apparently. I just get read by everyone. (laughs) Your mom reads you all the time. She's real shady. I love it. We love her for that. We love her for that. You come by honestly. (laughs) Alright, well we're gonna do another episode with Bryce. Yeah, we're gonna try to fall in love with each other. Yes! Coming up right after two and two. That's from Love Connection. Anyways. (laughs) Thanks and we're sorry. Thanks and we're sorry.